0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Ross Topper bonus Sports NFL Insider coming up an hour from now. Anthony Debundo in hour number three as well. EPL bets and season preview. Season starts on Friday. Jason will Power Hour, giving us bets for the St. Jude. We'll give you our bets for the St. Jude as well in the Power Hour final hour of the show. And Nikki Football going to give you his English Premier League preview as well in our number three. But for now, we continue on breaking down week one of the NFL preseason with It Moves. We ended our number one talking about the Seahawks and Vikings, gave you some betting strategies for that game. We'll also give you bets coming up in the Power Hour for that game in the Texans and Patriots. Ken and I both off tomorrow on a tremendous football Thursday for Seattle. Um, just like fantasy-wise, like who to watch here, players I'll be watching. The thing that stinks, you wanted to see how this running back, um, how the, the touches were going to be divvied up between Kenneth Walker, the incumbent, and Zach Charbonnet, who was drafted in the second round by Seattle um, this past April. Uh, Walker and Charbonnet are both hurt. So, like, we're not going to get, like, any sense as to how the Seattle backfield is going to play out here. I still like Kenneth Walker a lot. Like, Charbonnet's a good player, but I think Kenneth Walker's upside is to be, like, one of the best running backs in the league. doesn't catch a lot of passes, so maybe his upside captain kind of PPR formats. But in standard formats, I love me some Kenneth Walker. We're going to have to wait a little bit to find out more on the Seattle running back group. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba is obviously someone that that fantasy owners are really excited about I I doubt we're going to see Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf so maybe JSN pops if he plays in the game we don't have word on that yet but just keep in mind JSN's path to like big time relevancy like you're probably going to need either Metcalf or Lockett to get hurt and I'm not trying to like put that out there into the universe just like there's only so many mouths to feed in an offense like this, and you know that Pete Carroll is going to want to run the ball as well. So JSN is going to be the third option in the pass game behind Metcalf and Lockett. I liked him a lot, talented player. I'm not going to be drafting him. Now, Minnesota's rookie wide receiver drafted in the first round, Jordan Addison. Is someone that's really interesting. Adam Thielen had a ton of targets last year for Minnesota. I'm playing on the other side of the great Justin Jefferson. Thielen's absolutely brutal. I think he's gonna be awful this year for Carolina. Addison is an actual, real live body who needs to stop speeding in his personal life. But on the field, like he he's going to get targets. Like he's he's just going to. The Vikings defense is really bad. Minnesota's gonna throw the ball a ton. Jefferson's so good that you can double-team him and he's still going to win Offensive Player of the Year or be a candidate for it. But, like, there's going to be opportunities away from Jefferson and away from TJ Hawkinson. I think Addison could be a monster this year. Monster is probably an exaggeration, but I think he could be a useful fantasy player, a useful fantasy wide receiver, like a wide receiver three. Just something to keep in mind with the Seahawks and the Vikings, that game coming up tomorrow night. Can we move to Friday's slate? My New Love York it. Football Giants on the yeah. road with the Detroit Lions. There's a joint practice going on right now between these I two teams. I was gonna say, uh,
0: yeah, scrimmaging right yeah. now. Daniel Daniel Jones. The reporters were not kind to Daniel Jones during one of the uh, one of the open practices. Right, he was always missing a lot of guys, interceptions and stuff. I was reading a bunch of tweets. It seemed kind of harsh for a, a thing that doesn't matter. <laughs> seemed like that's kind of where we were on the Giants.
1: Now, the good news for Daniel Jones, he had a brutal first practice against Detroit. Mm. Tore it up in the one earlier today. Like, oh, dominated excellent. practice earlier good today. Good for him. So there you have it. It shows you, like, how little of this stuff actually matters. Correct. Uh, Ken, we've got some Lions quarterback news here, which I'll give you in a moment. Where do we sit here, side and total, Big Blue at Detroit?
0: uh probably the game so far that we've talked about that's had the least line movement attached to it uh and the least total movement attached to it so the the line open giants a two and a half point road favorite in this game at detroit and a little bit of interest in new york basically just pushed this to three but even some of the threes are juiced toward detroit so it hasn't even gone like to the full three one ten in some places and the total dropped basically like half point point so not a ton of movement but it is now on a key number uh the giants taking a little money and instead of being a two and a half point road favorite, maybe it was the joint practice today with Daniel Jones playing really well. Instead of being a two and a half point road favorite, the Giants are a three point road favorite.
1: Uh, Jared Goff, not expected to play for Detroit. Mm. The Lions signed Teddy Bridgewater a couple days ago to be their backup oh, yes, quarterback, right. which, by the way, is like a, a great move by that, that's, this. This is a team that feels like it can contend and is making moves like it thinks it can contend. And maybe they can seriously contend here. You can't go into the season with Nate Sudfeld as your backup. Like maybe Hendon yeah. Hooker projects as the long-term backup. He's also coming off a torn ACL on like Thanksgiving or like at the end yeah. of November. You just, yeah. you can't have it. So Nate Bridgewater, yeah. like, I don't think Bridgewater's good really, but I mean, he's so much better than Nate Sudfeld. So no golf. Bridgewater not going to be ready to play yet. This is Nate Sudfeld like playing for a roster spot here. And Hooker's not going to play, obviously. This is literally going to be Nate Sudfeld and Adrian Martinez for the Lions. That, that That's cool. what you're going to get. We don't have word on Daniel Jones yet. And guys, again, just, just be looking here during the show just to see if any of this news breaks here. I think this is going to end up being Tyrod Taylor and it's a Tommy DeVito baby. And, uh, yeah, I think the Giants are probably a justified favorite here, Ken. I think this line is just like right. You think? If it's going to be Sudfeld, You think they're Adrian a justified Martinez. favorite?
0: They're going to Nate Sudfeld for 60 minutes? <laughs> but, name, but like, Adrian you, Martinez? You, yeah.
1: But you think right. it's a Tommy DeVito, baby. You think he's I, terrible also, though, right?
0: I mean, I think he's not – I don't know. I don't know – I mean, I think he's bad, but I don't know if he's like that – I mean, is Kellen Mond bad? Tyler Ritz, he's gritty in the chat. I just uh, – I know Nate Sudfeld's awful. We know that's true.
1: He so might wouldn't take him the unknown like, like, like three quarters over the known. They might play him. Yeah. Like, like he's playing for a roster spot here. They might play yeah. him the whole game.
0: No, bad news for him. He's about to lose it. Uh, I, I mean, yes, Giants are justifiable. Like a, a road three, obviously, like a pretty big number, especially given that like we don't know how long Tyrod Taylor is going to start for the Giants. But uh, the line move makes sense. And boy, we went through some really good quarterback depth charts there, like Houston. And then you go in this game and you just go, oh my God, uh, especially with Detroit. I mean, I, imagine a more unwatchable offensive performance than Nate Sudfeld and Adrian Martinez, even if the Lions are, you know, coached by geniuses on offense, that's gonna be a tough watch probably.
1: I, I, I kind of think like maybe like the total in this game might be like, I don't know, like 15 to 20 points too high. If this right. is what it's gonna be.
0: <laughs> I think it should close just 11. That's what I think. Listen, I'm
1: just saying, uh, players I'm watching in this game, Three rookies for Detroit. Obviously, Jameer Gibbs. There are videos of um, Bobby o- Okereke, the, the linebacker the Giants, yeah. signed this offseason, like trying to trying to cover Jameer Gibbs one on one, and like Gibbs just dusts him because of course he does because Gibbs is awesome and Okereke is not. Uh, so Gibbs is going to get a lot of hype, obviously, and he's awesome. I think he's like Percy Harvin. That would be my comp for him. The Lions took a tight end in the second round of the draft named Sam Laporta. Um, And obviously, they traded TJ Hawkins into the Vikings last season. Laporta is already, like, with the ones. He's going to be the Lions' starting tight ends in week number one. And all the reports are amazing right now about Sam Laporta. Now, rookie tight ends don't get that often. But, I mean, if you're looking for, like, an upside pick. So, with tight ends, basically, this year, it's, like, Kelsey and Andrews. I think it's, like, a draw line, really, like, even after those two, right? So it's either like you want to get one of those guys, one of the studs at the very top, or I think like you wait until the very end. And Laporte, I think is a guy that you can wait for. You maybe take two tight ends and hope one of them hits. I think Laporte is someone that's really interesting. And for the Giants mixed reviews right now on Jalen Hyatt, the Blitnikoff winner out of Tennessee, who the Giants took in the third rounds of the draft, really gimmicky offense in Tennessee, but it has like an amazing skill set for the NFL and for Daniel Jones, who does throw a good deep ball. So if I, I think Hyatt is somebody who gets behind the defense. Maybe there's going to be a lot of hype around Jalen Hyatt if and when that happens. So Hyatt, Laporta, and Gibbs, three players to watch with the Giants and the Alliance. You better re-bet with Nick and Ken talking week one of the preseason. Ken, we move now to the Steelers and the bucks a game that had a bunch of movements earlier today. Where do we stand right now? Pittsburgh at Tampa.
0: Pittsburgh opened a very, very small road favorite in this game, about one and a half on the road. Um, and all the money has been on Pittsburgh, uh, to your point today, at least, or at least since open. Um, so one and a half became two and a half, has become three in a couple places. MGM is two and a half on Pittsburgh. So interest in Pittsburgh as a road favorite, almost a field goal. Uh, the total getting bet up a little bit, 38 and a half to 39. But So not much to report there. But yeah, Pittsburgh looks like maybe they're on the verge of being like a full field goal favorite in a bunch of places. Uh,
1: Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin saying earlier today, so, like, I saw, like, the screen flash, and I just immediately, like, searched, like, Steelers box, I figured, sure. like, off of news. Mike Tomlin said everyone's playing. Now, that doesn't mean that, like, Kenny Pickett and the starters are going to play for, like, the entire first quarter, but they're playing. Like, the Steelers starters are playing in this game. So that that's why I think we had this move. For Tampa, sure. um, Baker Mayfield officially named the starter for week week one of the preseason. Kyle Trask has already been named as the starter for the Bucs' second preseason game next week against the New York Jets. So with the thought being, then, like I'm sure whoever like they like more at that point will start the third and final preseason game. And maybe that person will start week one when the Bucs visit the Minnesota Vikings. So Baker will start, but Baker and Trask obviously will both play for Tampa. John Wolford, the third-string quarterback. And for the Steelers, it's Pickett, Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Tanner Morgan. I think this is. I think it's a pretty tough one now, Ken. I think I might like this over, even though it's super high. Um, we can talk more about this coming up on Friday's edition of the show. But I think that's where we stand right now with the Steelers and the Buccaneers. And in terms of players to watch, obviously it's Kyle Trask for for Tampa. Uh, I think we know what Baker Mayfield is. He's not very good, but could be serviceable. We know nothing about Trask. Maybe Trask is going to look awesome. We've been playing against backups, but Trask is someone we'll be watching. And I want to see this Buccaneers run game and how effective it is. And if Rashad White actually looks like semi-decent here without Tom Brady in the uh, in the backfield with him. Rashad White, Tampa starting running back nominal to begin the season. And for the Steelers, not really watching anybody. It's Pickens, it's Deontay Johnson, it's Friar. Right. It's all the same guys for fantasy. I don't really know if there's going to be sure. much that we can glean from week one of the preseason with Pittsburgh and Tampa. Ken, which takes us to Cincinnati and uh, social media up in flames earlier today when Bengals head coach Zach Taylor asked about the status of quarterback Joe Burrow, and he said it's a several weeks from when I said several weeks, which I think some people took it to mean like, oh, it's going to be more, more time More out for weeks
0: because nobody can do math uh, or like word yeah, problems, I mean, apparently. Yeah.
1: I think right. this was Zach Taylor basically being like, please, please stop asking. Stop asking. asking. Hey, I'd... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Burrow, very likely to be on the field week one of the regular season when the Bengals host the Browns. That's like a one-point spread now, move from two and a half to one, which is like, whatever. You know, I think Burrow like likely to play there, and when he's announced his play on the line, we'll, we'll go back up, obviously. But Burrow obviously not going to play in the preseason 10, at least not in this game. What do we got here, Packers and Bengals?
0: Cincinnati. really aggressive movement toward green bay uh and the over actually in this game so green bay opened I and mean, this opened basically a pick or green bay minus one in places um and then all the action all the movement has been on green bay so they are a four and a half point road favorite now um, of all the teams that are playing on the road in week one of the preseason uh, they are the largest favorite and so if you kind of apply home field advantage even a little bit I think they're actually the biggest favorite. Period. If you were to kind of think about the games that way, there are—I'm uh, sorry—Denver is a bigger favorite against Arizona. They're five and a half. We'll get to that game. Um, and but, the Ravens you know, really... are six
1: against the Eagles, also.
0: Yeah, and the, uh, but the Ravens are home in their game. So I, that's what I was kind of yeah, mean, turf, like if you flip home yep, field or yep. whatever. Yeah, So, but in terms of just a raw number, yes, the the greatest preseason team of all time, who we'll get to at some point. Yeah, they, are, they are a very big favorite in the game that they're playing in. Uh, so Packers, four and a half. That's up a lot from an opener of one. Total open, 32 and a half, one of the lower totals in the preseason. 35, uh, with a 35 and a half on the board even at, uh, at BetMGM is the new total in the game. So over and Packers are your two moves so far in that game.
1: So so we know that Jordan Love is going to play in the game. We just don't right. know for how long Jordan Love is going to play in the game. Like, that's kind of up in the air. But Love and the Packers starters are going to play here. For Cincinnati, obviously, no jo- uh, Joe Burrow. It's going to be a combination of Trevor Simeon, Jake Browning, and Reed Sinet. I think it's going to be a lot of Jake Browning. Like, I, my personal opinion, take this for what it's worth, maybe nothing. I don't think Simeon should play in the preseason. And it's not even confirmed he's going to play. This might just be 60 minutes of Jake Browning. In this game for Cincinnati. Oh, to tell yeah. you why the Packers have been better. a horror movie. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like, and again, like, this is not confirmed yet, but if you're Cincinnati and there's questions about Joe Burrow, like, you can't be playing your backup quarterback in the preseason. Like, you have, like, Simeon's, like, should be treated like he's the starter right now. Because you can't assume that Burrow's going to be ready. And if Burrow has a setback, you need Simeon to play week one on the road in Cleveland. Like, Simeon actually should not play in the preseason. Now, maybe Zach Taylor plays him, maybe disagrees with me. He's an NFL head coach, and I'm sitting here and, you know, in in my office in my house in Staten Island so take (laughs) take it for what it's worth what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if it's all Jake Browning in this game for Cincinnati I think the kind of like betting market maybe kind of agrees with me for Green Bay behind Jordan Love Sean Clifford who like they love apparently he's going to be like the back he's going to be Love's main backup this year and uh, and Alex Magoo or Maga we've like done this bit a couple times already Um, there you have it with the Packers and the Bengals Um, Mm. besides, besides for Jordan Love who's obvious The Packers drafted a wide receiver in the second round named Jaden Reed. Romeo Dobbs is not good at football. Christian Watson is good at football. And they took another tight, a young rookie tight end, Luke Musgrave, who people like as well. Jaden Reed is going to be like the slot receiver for Green Bay. Like to start the season. Dobbs and Watson on the outside. Dobbs is not good. Watson is, but Dobbs is not. There's going to be opportunity for Jaden Reed. He's someone that I think fantasy players, like you need to be watching for especially if you're doing drafts, like, coming up, if you do best ball drafts, because if he pops tomorrow night, like, everyone's going to know who he is. Like, get that name on your radar right now. Jaden Reed, Green Bay Packers rookie wide receiver. Let's at least start one more game breakdown, Ken, and that is uh, in Atlanta. Well, not. It's in Miami. But the Falcons are visiting the Miami Dolphins coming up on Friday night.
0: Yeah, a couple of uh, offenses we're really, really, really excited about in the regular season. Uh, a ton has been written, even since the last time we talked about Atlanta's offense, like position was football and all the stuff that they want to do this year. And then Miami, it's obvious because they were one of the best offenses last year. Atlanta opened two and a half on the road in this game with a total of 37. Um That basically hasn't moved a little bit of interest in Miami in a couple places. So some twos, but still Atlanta two and a half on the road. Total dropped a little bit, maybe a half point. Uh, MGM had dropped a full point to 36. So I would say one of the games where we've had the least movement so far.
1: Uh, Mike McDaniel, last I had checked, was, quote, undecided on whether the starters Mm. are going to play in the game or not. I. I can't imagine the Tua Tungabailoa is going to play in this game, which means it'll be Mike White and Skylar Thompson. We like that quarterback group for Miami, but we also like Atlanta's quarterback group of Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, and Logan Woodside, at least as far as the preseason goes. We'll talk a little bit more about Atlanta-Miami on the other side, and I'm going to tell you the one player that I'm watching in this game, Miami and Atlanta, who I think could have big-time fantasy relevance coming up this season.